Lucy Porter. And I'm Alexi Bolden. And, and this, this is, is Academia. Academia. So I found something on Pinterest that um, I think is simultaneously cute and unsettling. And I don't know how I feel about it. It could be anything. Yeah. So I found a pattern to make a crocheted happy birthday sign. Aww. That's like like a dangling like banner that says happy birthday made in like multicolored yarn crocheted. And I was like, that is so cute. That yeah. is very like family heirloom. And so my immediate thought was like, that's something that I would love to like crochet while I'm pregnant. And then every year, like hang it up for my kid's birthday in the morning with a little stack of pancakes with like birthday candles in and then I immediately started spiraling and I'm like, that's something that's like my dead great grandmother crocheted these while she was pregnant with my grandma. Like I started spiraling about the lore my predecessor, my ancestors could have about me. Oh, about the stories that they told themselves like my great great granddaughter will one day pursue her love for the arts in L.A.? It's not even that. It's like, and of course, yes, let's be clear. I'm constantly thinking about a girl pursuing arts in LA. That's constantly back of mind. But almost like, oh, the things I create and like the actions I have like can impact. Like there will be stories that like pass down to generations in just like a very concrete way from seeing crocheted happy birthday letters on Pinterest. That's actually very sweet because I never, I guess, considered what I would leave for future generations because I also um, yeah. am and they're like, oh, like, am I going to have kids? What's the world going to look like when I'm uh, in that place to oh, have Absolutely. Like, but that is a really, that's a good idea. I think the only thing I've ever thought is like, okay, my stuffed animals, am I, are my kids going to be, <gasps> be able to take this and how long can Alexi, this last? You know, when I was, when I was like a kid, I had a little bit of a breakdown um, because I started panicking thinking like, I, as like my child brain was like, when I get married and when I move in with a significant other or even a spouse, I have to get rid of my stuffed animals. Like that to me was like a one, two. Yeah. But if this happens, <laughs> it was this so happens. scary. I was so scared of that. And do you have any of the animals you were worried about losing? Yeah, I still have. Um, I have one stuffed animal dog. His name's Grayson. I've had him since I was a baby. And Grayson will stay. Grayson will stay. But I also have a stuffed Rhodesian Ridgeback dog that you gave me when yeah. I left Chicago. Yeah. That's her favorite dog. Which was one of the nicest gifts I've ever received. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was so nice. And he, he sits here in my little windowsill. Oh, I'm glad that he can look over the city and see the yeah. dog from your balcony. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know if that dog will make it into my marital bed. You know what I mean? But Grayson probably will. I really wouldn't speak over it until it kind of happens. You know, you never know what's going to happen. No, and I would. Ne I would never. And I don't. I would never. I don't want to say there's like a resurgence of interest in in uh, stuffed animals because you know people could have always been interested in them, but it's just been on my timeline of squishmallows. Oh, yeah. This is entering your ether now. I have a friend. Shout out Alona who is obsessed with Squishmallows. Every time we go somewhere, she has to see if they're there. Um, and she, we went to Five oh. Below one time, and they had these Squishmallow headphones. And, and Five Below is the mecca of Squishmallows, I would say. Five Below. I don't know where else you would encounter them. Yeah, if you're into, like, I don't even want, I, if you're into anything, genuinely, they will have, like, posters for it <laughs> at Five Below. They'll have coloring books for it. They might have, like, a journal. It's so random i've gotten a lot of anime posters from five below and some coloring books yes absolutely so shout out to that conglomerate i remember learning about five below and being like this is a scam they couldn't possibly keep in business and they are thriving i know they've outlived us all are there any in la that's a broad question but have you seen any in los angeles uh, bitch i don't know well the guest is not you know let's ask the guest the guest is somebody who has also, like me, recently moved to LA, and that can be such a powerful connection when two people who, okay, not not to sound absolutely bonkers right now, but when two people who have known each other since college Aww. both move to LA, it can be cosmic, it can be spiritual, 
And it can only end in one possible way. And that's bringing the person onto your podcast that you host <laughs> with your friend. Yeah. So without further ado, please welcome writer and performer in the city known as Los Angeles, Avery McClure. Hey, what's Hi. up? Hi. What the heck is up, Avery? What the heck's up, you guys? <laughs> what the heck I is going on, you freaks? You freaks. Y'all, Five Below is in LA. <gasps> I, I saw one the other day. Where? Sun, I think it's on Sunset Boulevard. It's, Whoa. There's a five, yeah, there's a Five Below like on the main area. I went in there once when I was about to meet up with someone and I was feeling anxious. So I went yes. in there and, and I collected myself. It was gorgeous. I, I wanted to buy something. That's so interesting because I would never associate Five Below with being a grounding or calming space. Very calming. Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of stimuli and there's a lot of people around. So I don't know if it was the best choice, but it did the job. I feel like it did a job for me only because yeah. I'm like, I have this at home. I saw this in Chicago. I now have it in LA. Mm. Something's a through line, if not me, you know? True. Yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh. And I'm amazed at the things that remind me of home here. Yes. And, y you know, home is like Chicago to an extent and North Carolina, right? So like, mm -hmm. I I'll see, I drive a Honda CRV and I see that and I'm like, oh my gosh, Avery, I'm not so far from home. Avery, I drive a Honda HRV. <laughs> no. Our cars are cousins. <laughs> Our cars are cousins. What? Which is so funny. The listeners funny can't hear this, but I'm crying. <laughs> they can't see this. <laughs> they, and it's like, they can't hear or see it. It's like you, sometimes you need family, you know, and it's it's the like, yeah. little things that can like feel like family and knowing that you have a Honda CRV, I'm like, that's family. Yeah. Literally the Honda, like my whole family has Hondas. Wow. Do y'all have that where like your family has bought one car historically mm -hmm. or is, do you, does your family like that is not around? our culture, but mainly because I had a sister who insisted on getting a specific type of car Audi, and I was more okay. just like, what, what car can I get just in general? Yeah. I'm yeah. Like necessity. I need wheels. Yeah. yeah. I, was I was more vibe. She was more brand name, which I think is a good assessment for me and my sister in general. <laughs> She sounds cool. <laughs> Just I'd say from my family, like, people in my family have a specific car that they like, um, but there isn't one that we all yes. like, yeah. meet at a table and we're like, okay, this year, family, only Ford. <laughs> mm -hmm. Only Ford. Ford family. <laughs> They've done, yeah, Ford family. We're a Honda family. And yeah, they're, they're pretty what good. What else reminds you of home? But I have love for Ford too. I was going to ask... Good question. Um, let's see. I also love. Okay, let me actually let me actually try to think of a good answer for this. If you want, I can give my answer first because I also have things yeah. about LA that remind me of both Chicago and North Carolina, and they're probably similar. I will catch myself when I'm driving in more of like back road neighborhoods or like coming mm -hmm. off of a highway. That to me feels very Winston Salem, North Carolina. Yes. And maybe oh my maybe part of that is because that's the last place I lived where I had to drive. And so I yeah. very much am associating it with that. There are very few yeah. spots here that remind me of Chicago. I was in West Hollywood yesterday and walking around that felt very Chicago. But I think that was just because that's a part of town where there's more like it's more condensed and it's more walkable. Yes. But there's not a ton here that feels super Chicago to me. Yeah, I agree with Chicago. And but yeah, the winding roads is huge. Mm -hmm. Like if there's a winding road, I like um what's that Sam Hunt song? Driving on a back road. Sure. Totally. I don't know. I'm, if that's I'm, a, my you know my brain's I mean? screaming country roads take me home. West Virginia Mountain Mama. Yes. Take me home country roads. If I'm just on that curve and I'm in, in the windows down and, it, and, yeah, it's just this, the whole and it's the circle with the open palm. And it's yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> circle, And I'm like, you know, looking up. Yeah. Whipping it it's on the, the back. Roads of, it's the whole thing. That's fun. I went home recently and mm -hmm. one of, I, every time I go home, I have items that I just need to do. Um, and they, they vary, but this time I went home, I was like, I need to drive on the back roads. I, I live in the city. I live on, in, 
popular commercial streets where there's just it's very hard to drive if I, like when I had a car here mm-hmm. um, so when I go home I'm like I just want to like wide open road um 60 miles per hour the window yes. down, chilling and I did that windows it was down. so much fun like just being able to look out and see the greenery of of Iowa laid before mm-hmm. me a blue flies matter flag yes. here and there next to the occasional cow absolutely mm-hmm. like home. absolutely Totally. <laughs> Just like a <laughs> Yeah. You sent me a picture. Okay, not to out you as like texting while driving, oh, but you it. sent me a picture from a country road looking over what my Ohioan brain filled in to be a soy field, which mm. I don't think in Iowa that would be the case. It was, but it was so nostalgic and so beautiful. Yeah, to just see like a blue sky a nondescript field and a road. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh my God, the Midwest. The Midwest has my heart. And usually when I'm driving those back roads, um, the most gorgeous road I've ever driven on, I don't even, I can find the name of it, but we were driving to like this um, sporting event in Wisconsin and from Iowa to Wisconsin, my dad loves taking the back roads to any other Midwestern state. It was Mm -hmm. so beautiful. It wasn't even mountains. It was just like little hills. And we drove past so many 100-person towns that were just so like nestled within these hills. (laughs) Avery is, you agree. Yes. And usually when I'm like on the roads, I turn on like- I want to live in those towns. Right? I listen to like Monsters and Monsters and Men and um, shit. Yeah. No, no. Yeah, Monsters and Men and um, the Lumineers. Like those are the- and Bonnie there in the speakers. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Hey. <laughs> Just some yeah. rhythmic chanting. Absolutely, yes. dude. That's the dream. I love it. It's like driving in a painting. It's like driving in a, in a Monet or a Picasso, mm-hmm. you know? Everyone should Something have to like live that. in the Midwest for at least two years. I think that should be like jury duty. Yeah. <laughs> I Speaking of, I watched yeah, that today. I totally. Oh, yeah? Did you like? Oh, wait. Did you watch the whole thing? No, I'm only on episode um, two, and it's it's one of those shows that it's like, I definitely want to watch that when I'm maybe eating. <laughs> it's not like a show. Oh, that, sure, sure, sure. It's not like a, oh, yeah, like, I want to sit down and watch, like, this show. Right. But everyone's doing so well in it. Wait, everyone's wait, everyone's doing so well. Wait, I just want to go. What, what do you mean? Yeah, yeah, what <laughs> everyone's you mean? doing so well. Like everyone's acting so well. What do you mean? Uh, <laughs> what? I see what you mean. Okay, I do that That's all the time. Alexi presenting she's like, an Emmy. She's like, everyone's doing so well. You did so good. At, you did so good there. I'm sorry. I love I'm that. Go- we have a famous artist from Iowa, Grant Wood, who who makes landscape paintings. That's. Yeah, cool. Picasso was not the right choice. No, it's okay. You didn't know Grant Wood, he, but he made a very famous painting. It's like him. the one with the with the farmer man holding the pitchfork and the like um, American Gothic. Yes. yes, yes, that's in Chicago. Wow, that reminds me of home. The Midwest. Luke's K, full circle. All roads lead back to the Midwest. And this podcast leads to the IQ test road. Stunning. <laughs> yes. Avery here at Academia, we believe that all of our guests, you know, are intelligent, are wonderful people. So smart. And because pretty, of pretty and <laughs> smart a requirement mm-hmm. for our Thank guests, you. actually. Um, so, yes, Avery here, we, we run you through our segment of the IQ test. And historically, we know that you know, that we know that you know, that IQ tests historically are rooted in the practice of eugenics. Yuck. Yuck. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Hold for audience reaction. And hold so for yuck. Hold for <laughs> And so we here at Academia set out to, to kind of banish that traditional IQ test and we set forth our own based on friendship, prettiness, and t- top of mind answers. Yes. yes. Improv. Yes. <laughs> Improv and being hot. <laughs> yes. So Avery, what we're gonna do, we're gonna ask you a series of rapid fire questions just to gauge your intelligence, your rare withal, et cetera, et cetera. Without further ado, Alexi, take it away. Avery, if someone is the son of a bitch, who are they the nephew to? <gasps> oh, um, Coyote. Wow. You put <laughs> emphasis on bitch that made me a little scared. Shivers ran through my spine. Always. I know you said, the way you said bitch, I was like, okay, that's the dog to nephew to Coyote. <gasps> yes. 
I followed. Thank That's you. That's my jump. Okay. That's my jump. Avery, what okay. is 2023's version of 2013's Chevron craze? Huh. Cake pops. Cake pops? Totally. Okay. Not really. That's kind of old. No, uh, you're doing fantastic. They might be coming oh, back. Of, <laughs> it's only August. I'm, yeah. That's kind of me manifesting that they return. <laughs> I was talking to my friend, Emma. I was like, we need to have Quake Pops <gasps> in LA. Totally. You could start that. So you have a little treat while you're scared. Yeah. Like if your house has been like totally leveled. You get a little treat. Here's a little, here's a little, little treat. That's so, what the American Red nice. Cross should be about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, medical aid and like, no yeah. thank you. No thank and you. And cake pops. <laughs> cake pops, quick pops. Avery, air conditioner or water shampoo? W- water shampoo? Is that your answer? Um, no, air, air conditioner. <laughs> I don't know water shampoo. I don't know her. I made her up. We love her nonetheless. I made her up. Oh. Okay, Avery, <laughs> pick one. Okay. Oh my god, no worries. Oh my god, no furries. Or oh my god, no curries? Pick one. You don't have to. Oh my god, no curries. It's so it's like you walk into a space yeah. and you're like expecting there to be curry and you're like, oh my god, no curries. Yeah. It shows an interest in like different cuisine which is nice totally you know you're you're in a cool spot you also like i'm you know i when people say no worries it's like don't lie to me Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. it's totally no worries like i was late to this podcast and y'all were like no worries i'm like no i know there's worries (laughs) i know there's some i wish i would have (laughs) said at least one no curry avery no at least one yeah next okay. in the sequence master degree master class master chef blank master master and commander thank you mm-hmm. it's a book series <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a book series my dad really likes avery final question okay if a monogram is your initials what is a mono ounce a mono ounce it's just, it's one ounce. It's one ounce of liquid. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Totally. That right? Yeah, that's right. No, I'm like on okay, board. Everything, anything. I'm like probably. Right. Yeah. That's how we operate here. That's what it sounds like. Mono ounce. Yeah. <laughs> More bounce to the ounce. You guys know that song? I don't know. No, that. but I love. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Oh my God. You passed. <laughs> yes. Icon. Ding, ding, ding. Yay. We have a smarty. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Have y'all ever taken an IQ test? A real one? No. I don't think so. Have you? Have you? I started one. I started it and then I I couldn't do it. It was so hard. Oh, you're kidding. It was I can't bad. wait to see what your, your score would have been. I know. I know it must have been so low, but I just wasn't even, I couldn't even do it. So, <laughs> well, I. I live my life with a level of delusion where when I learned that the LSAT was just like logic puzzles, I was like, I could do that. I could absolutely do that. The LSAT yeah. is like fun. so easy. I took a, <laughs> I took several LSAT. Puzzles. That's what I was thinking, right? I took several prep yeah. classes because my major was I was pre law in college, and then I was planning on going to law school. Um, and I was like, mm-hmm. this is kind of all of the professors I had that were pre law were actually had either practice law or like knew a lot about it and they were probably my coolest professors the entire time I was in school and I had this delusion that law school was going to be just like uh legally blonde wow I guess we'll never know or maybe a future well don't we all yeah but I'm all I (laughs) have friends that continued going on like to law school no it's not that Avery let's let's pull our shit together here for a second shall we yeah totally we here at academia Aim to answer one question and one question only. Mm-hmm. I want to know what has academia ignored for too long? This is such a good question. I've been thinking a lot about it. I, you know, consulted with close friends and people in academia. Totally. I called up some Wake Forest professors and we just, we collabed on this. I would like a course or two 
in party etiquette. I think party Absolutely. etiquette is Absolutely. Yes, woefully un untaught in People schools. aren't talking yeah. about it enough and it is actively damaging our communities. Well, I guess I want to start with like yeah. Avery to you what totally. what is a party? Like you like what and what a good question. Alexi, well, you have to distill it down to its simplest form. Because there's hangouts. There's like Okay. Mm, yeah. A kickback? A kick- God forbid. A kick a kickback. Yeah. A hang. <laughs> yeah, just a hang. Ooh. Or just a a shindig. All the way up to a gala. And a, and these all have different numbers of people. They all have different music vibes. Mm-hmm. I think a party. I want it to be like 20 plus people. Yes. That's kind of a lot. That's kind of a lot. But to me, that's a party. Maybe 15 or above yeah. is for me a proper party. I want to be talking to people I don't know. Oh. But to me, a party oh. is, again, law for love, party for love. Like, I want to be mingling with people I've never met. Because um, a hangout is insular right it's like your six to ten yes. close friends right and it's like we've done this before you know? <laughs> i know you guys it's the people who it's like you're catching up you're doing a bit that you do every time yeah. like you're just like yeah. revisiting with the same people the sheer joy and dare i say mm-hmm. horniness of talking to a stranger yeah yeah Ugh. for no reason other than like i kind of like your energy i kind of <laughs> yes. like i know your eyes your, are pretty we like your vibe yeah you know? oh my god yeah, you're you have, here. Yeah, you literally sort of all of those options. Yeah, <laughs> right. And then sometimes you get trapped. Like they love your eyes, and you're like not into their eyes. But, no, totally. You know, that's also it's like anyone's game. That's I love yeah, it. Yeah, I ask about like what's a party to you because um, I think you know some people have different answers. Like if the atmosphere, yeah. if there's music in the background, if there's food provided. Um, if I'm texting a friend like, "Oh, what are you doing mm-hmm. right now?" Mm-hmm. and I say, "Oh, I'm hanging out with some people," versus "Oh, I'm at a party." What is that? What's the difference? 100%. Yeah. Strangers. Some strangers. What is it for you? For me, it's, oh, I guess I never thought about this because I sometimes will go to places and it becomes a party, if that makes sense. Like we're hanging out and they keep inviting people. Whoa. Inviting people. And Your then sheer like, presence can turn it into a party. Kesha. Kesha. <laughs> Some people can bring yeah. the party. Kesha. Party don't start. <laughs> Kesha. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I also have different totally. Well, dare I say it's dress code. Interesting. Keep going. A party starts you, like you know there's a party when it's like this is something I'm dressing for. There there's like Ooh, yeah. okay. there's an there's yeah. an expectation I'm getting dressed for a party. You can absolutely still yeah. get dressed for a kickback, hangout, what have you. But like, there's almost totally. an air of that text of like, what are we wearing? Yeah. That's a party. Yeah. That's an event. If you get that, Ooh, that's a party. You're so yes. right. You're so right. Because I'm thinking of Thank like, you. times that I'm in yeah. college, like when I went to parties that were considered, like, I never went to um, like any frat parties or anything like that. They were always, mm-hmm. I guess to me, kickback is cultural. Cause it's like, I'm going to hang out with my, like, like with, my friends of color and the parties that I went to in college mm-hmm. were only with people of color. Um, and so it was literally like the, the dress code for parties that like theater cast parties or um, like uh-huh. frats or bars was way different than the outfits that me and my friends were wearing. It, it was like, it was, it's very, absolutely. Yeah. we would get ready for hours and totally. like, what do you like send outfits back and forth? Like, like we're switching each other's wardrobes. It was, it was yeah. like, it was an event. You're, you're right. A party is an opportunity to dress. To dress. And it's, it's so uh, a couple of things like that. First off, that's kind of a girl thing. For better or worse, oh, I wish wow. my guy friends in. would be texting me. I, you know, I totally wish. Yeah, next time y'all text, we can text about it. But I don't get anybody texting me like, "What are you wearing?" Oh, that's oh. that would be so fun. You know, <laughs> masculinity is really lonely. No, and and that's what Barbie's about. Oh, that's what Barbies. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, my guy friends in college were doing that. They were like texting each other, be like, "Dude, like, really? Two buttons or three buttons on the, how much chest I should I show?" Um, but I understand that like it varies friend group to friend group, so that's yeah. very understanding. 
And okay, the the button thing is so true. Yeah, how much of the sternum bush are we showing? Uh-huh. Yeah, for me, I'd have to go all the way down to show any kind of bush. Uh, yeah, and this is on my body hair. This is the part of the podcast where we talk about my body and how it looks and feels. Um, we bring you back. What's academia not talking about enough? My body hair. <laughs> my, my professors aren't talking enough about the way my body is looking. There are certain professors I would have been thrilled, tickled pink if they did that. But okay, oh, absolutely. Wait, Alexi, I want to go... Something Alexi said about cast parties, that mm-hmm. challenges my definition of party a bit. Oh. Because a cast is someone you know intimately. Like, we're all kind of theater girlies yes. in here. So it's like, you worked for ages on this show, and so you do know all the people there pretty well. But it is a party. It's not a hang. And, and I think the difference is you can kind of act a little different. <laughs> you, you know, kind of get a little crazy. The stakes are a little lower. You can you can burn some bridges. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. you can be messy because you're not working, and by yeah. nature of a cast party, the project is done. You guys right. are getting into some mm-hmm. tension yeah. talk. <laughs> yeah, like right well, that thing that's been building between yeah for all yeah. Oh. absolutely. And Avery, this is where we start. To to acknowledge the fact that we did go to college together, because That's I, right. I did not. Yeah. Oh my mm-hmm. god! I didn't know. Deeks, that. baby. You guys met like when you did comedy studies, like in Chicago, Columbia. Oh no, we both mm-hmm. went to school in Winston Salem, North Carolina, oh. where we met for the first time. We met at UNCSA. Weirdly, yes, yeah. we both did improv at a yeah. school that was not our own. You guys like how? Because Wake Forest didn't really have. Yeah. The Wake Forest of Chicago to LA pipeline for Avery and Lucy is nuts. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah, you wouldn't believe. Only a few only <laughs> a few people can understand our journey. So when you're talking about cast parties, what do you what do you both know? We're talking about similar groups of people, which I find fascinating. Yeah. Because I wasn't I was not a theater major. I wasn't really in the like active social scene. Of the theater community, mm-hmm. I would say I was, like, friends with a lot of people who did theater. Same. But I wasn't, like, hanging out in scales, okay, inside Baseball Wake Forest. Yeah. Yeah. Any Wakeheads, any Deeks here. Any Wakeheads. Let's yeah. go. Any big Wakeheads. Yeah, same. I mean, I have a lot of friends who are doing theater, but mm-hmm. I was never... It, it was always... It's a little incestuous with any theater department. Absolutely. You know? Well, It's so a then- handful of people... Yeah. Avery, let me know if you relate to this because I remember feeling very cool when I stepped into theater spaces at Wake, being like the non-theater oh. person. I felt sort of like yeah. the new cool yeah. thing because they had all like known each other, lived together, known kissed it. each other. That like me coming into it was like, yeah. she's different. She does sketch comedy. <laughs> it's which is so different. It's Kesha. So you're it's, the Kesha. Party walks yes. start when you walk in. Yeah, yeah. Because here's a, here's someone new. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would say my theater people drop off from the major. Um, and I would say there was about 100 people who were theater majors at a time, maybe 150 or people who declared themselves theater majors, but um, weren't actively in the building. So it w- there was a whole hierarchy of like people who were theater majors, people who were theater minors, and people who were just like oh. would come for every audition session. I knew the vibe and I would see them in class the next day and I heard enough stories that I was like, oh, that's not an environment I want to be in. However, there was one show where I did go to the cast party and it's this play was called the 10 Minute Play Fest. We're cast at my school is like it would go first to theater majors and theater minors and people who aren't theater majors or theater minors would be like kind of last pick for roles or people in the community. So there was like I want to say like 10 or 15, 10 minute plays. And so everyone was like trying to get a a, a moment alone with from this, like went to the, the same party. And there was this one boy who everyone, bachelor kind of were like, hey, can I talk to you in the There's corner? There's always mm-hmm. one. There's, There's always, always one. one. Yeah, I won't release his name or maybe we'll call him like Sam for the plot. Um, so Sam. <laughs> you know, that's the, that's the fake name I use in um, Bits. To talk about the like oh, fake yeah. guy that I had a crush on in college, it's Sam. See, so maybe we use that moving forward. 
Yeah, I'm sorry. All right, when we're talking okay. about people, we'll give there's them always a Sam. Um, so Sam, um, I, I knew that three girls were gonna try um, talking to him that night because I had heard them in the dressing rooms, and because uh, we had um, two different <gasps> dressing rooms for these plays, and so um, I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be a fun night." And boy, was it. This and is it was also Cinderella. Like, it's like girls three. <laughs> the evil ones and the pure one. Um, so <laughs> I, I'm trying to recall this party because I, I do remember very, um, very sharply, I guess, this night because it ended with the new girl getting him. And it was so like devastating for people who because he had transferred into the department Classic. and um he wow. I, I sat on the couch okay. all, i was watching the circus unfold in front of us and it was also like the middle of winter mm-hmm. in iowa so it was freezing cold outside and burning hot inside this apartment and the passion of youth was happening we have inside. to talk about like, coats at a party i'm putting a pin in that we have to talk about coats at a party amazing amazing go? so yes yeah, yeah what's the deal yeah it was so interesting because have y'all ever been like really wanting like you're like this is my moment like the person you've had a crush on um for weeks you're gonna finally do it and then someone else moves in last minute yes Mm -hmm. tale as old as time that night as a theater performer an empathy person i felt for those three (laughs) girls i one of them started crying but like he had no idea all of what was going on around or about (sighs) him that's, he's oblivious. When guys aren't hot like that, they just don't even they don't even notice. They don't yeah. even have to think. Yeah. Didn't have to be anything. Yeah. Wait, Alexi, were you trying to get him too? Or was it just the three of them? No, I was in a relationship for most of college, so it was just the three of them. Love. That's incredible. <laughs> I was I was unlooking, I was faithful. Wow. You gotta stay faithful. She's a saint. Okay, so Monogamy, slay. where do we put coats at a party? <laughs> I, w- I was thinking about coats when you when you said that, and a couple. One thing I want to say, it's a reveal. Mm. We're sh- we're Chicago people, so we know this. But you walk into a party, yes, and like we said, we've dressed, we've talked about it, we've collabed, and you have a coat, and it's just a great. It might be a stylish coat, whatever, but you're gonna take that off, mm-hmm. and your body will be revealed. And <laughs> you know, you can also go, you can also go SLUT mode underneath your coat. Absolutely. You know, if you want to show some skin, you know, so it's a, it's a really powerful. Yes. Yeah. At a party. Yeah, totally. Because we're so, you're, you're able to get from one location to another. If you're wearing a coat, you're like, I can actually, I have more freedom in how I dress now because I don't have to worry about how I'm perceived by lay people on the street. I can protect that identity until I get to the space that I have dressed for. Yes. And then it's like, perceive me. This is who (laughs) I am. And yeah. And let's talk about it. Flashers everywhere. It's perceive me. Yeah. It's perceive me. It's assless chaps. It's the whole thing. My coat is often a part of the outfit. I have several coats yeah. and they all have different um, energies. I have a floor length fur coat. I have a huge puffer winter coat. I have a light mm-hmm. winter coat. I've got um, a one for like, we'll say utility winter coat. Um, and sometimes like if I, if I know where we're going and if it's like a bar or something, I'm like, okay, I can, I can maybe keep my coat on, have it open, like unzipped yes. so you can see the shirt. I could wear a tank top underneath this and long pants and maybe boots. Um, and so I mm. yes. okay outfit okay layers I just plan like layers also the hats you can keep hats on inside but you don't have to but it's it's also that could be mm. a part of the outfit is like you take the coat off the winter hat could still stay yes yes Alexi you are so good at incorporating a hat into an outfit that's one of your strengths I and I, and I agree also like you said a bar sometimes you don't take off your yeah you don't take off the coat in like semi-public zones Mm -hmm. but a a house party is always a coat off and then it's the question of where's it go yes then you have to negotiate that and it's always someone's bed it's always someone's bed (laughs) or you have somebody who's trying to be an adult and being like give me your coat i'll put it in the closet and it's like okay but now we have to engage in the social ballet of me taking off my coat while we're trying to make small talk and then you're dangling for a hanger it's like it's so much 
And then the host is committing to doing that for every guest. And it's like, you know, you're not going to have the bandwidth for that. Nor the hangers. Yeah. no, And (laughs) there's not many people are comfortable taking over that role. Yes. Oh, my God. That is such like I'm being a host. That's what that's for. But there's almost something, too, that's like um, with the act of having a bed for coats. That to me is like performing having a party. Like I'm being a girl in a movie who has a, a bed and all my coats are going on the bed. Speak on that. Okay. <laughs> That's very like, like I can just see myself like holding a cup of a little drink being like, oh my God, hey, so good to see you. Just throw your coat on the bed. Like that is yeah. a character. It's also to me, yeah, as somebody who does not like outside clothes on my bed or like my uh yes couch because and I had a friend who was like that's so yes. stupid like you're gonna like whatever like we're meant to whatever and I was like no if you see people do nasty things on transit you will become somebody who doesn't <laughs> put your outside clothes on the yes. bed yeah. and so having people put their coats on the bed is immediately like okay they have to wash your comforter because like people lay lean up against walls and with germs on them people yeah. are sitting again on the cta i've seen i've seen horrible stuff on the cta i would never subject my comforter to that to that germ party well and that's why it feels like it's part of a movie because it's like germs don't exist in movies just throw the coat on my bed that's not something i would ever have to worry about because my brain is focused on the a plot or dare i say c plot right, right. yeah it's so true and yeah, not many people are thinking about that. Mm-mm. How do we feel about snacks and drinks at a party? Yeah, that's the, that's the elephant in the room. That's the one thing. Yeah, exactly. If someone is inviting me over to have a house party, I'm immediately as well. Yeah. It depends. Okay, because for my Caucasian friends, um, a house party for my that mm-hmm. I've noticed in the pattern thus far is a house party is like we might have some jazz music in the background we might have some Taylor on in the background oh. some pop music mm-hmm. um, and it's very like social it's very talking um, my Caucasian friend parties um, is like oh my yes. gosh who do you know here? Like, it's so cool like we're talking talking my 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 BIPOC parties are very like um, <laughs> we're, it's dancing it is like the lights are low and we are oh. shaking ass. Like, what? That's why the it's so jarring to me now when people are like, you want to go to a party? And I'm like, oh, oh, sure. A house party for my BIPOC friends is like, we are down, we are throwing ass. There are red solo cups like over in the corner. Yeah. Everyone's dressed. For my Caucasian friends, it is very like uh, oh. baseball hats, um, sometimes a flannel, um, sometimes a <laughs> nice like uh, wool totally. sweater. And in those oh, environments, yeah. I expect... Um, like food to be provided, but at a house party for my, my BIPOC friends. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, no, we're, <laughs> drinks, yes. Food, maybe. Alexi, you <laughs> just now healed all cultural differences. Thank you. That's I set so out true. to do it. I bravely have white friends for this purpose. <laughs> yes. You're a cultural ambassador. <laughs> I would love to throw ass at a party. Oh my no god! No one's yeah. asking me to throw my ass around. Yeah, I know. Maybe I might... need to not ask for permission. I just need to do it. Wow! You know? Wow! You know? Oh my like god! Taylor's playing. Yes. I can throw ass to Taylor. You yeah. can absolutely. You can even take control of a remote and be like, "We need to change the music." Like somebody may yeah. be like, "That's that's like wild that they're doing that," but like ultimately, you're impacting the vibes me. for the better. They're gonna thank you. And okay, that's the thing about parties. I was gonna talk about how like. Parties are fraught because mm. they're so fun to socialize, but they're also kind of like anxiety lives there too. Yes. Because you're just sitting and chatting. I think if lights... Anxiety has a house here, yeah. Yeah, it has a home. But if I'm throwing butt, throwing my booty, you know, and the lights are low, like that'd be more fun. Oh, and totally. I can guarantee that it is. And sometimes you have yeah. to... some like. If you go with friends, like one time I was, uh, I brought my friends who were not um, familiar with um, ass shaking um, to an environment <laughs> where ass had to be thrown, and the mm-hmm. uh, discomfort. Like me, like me and Lucy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we are here, you guys, and and 
funny enough, it was this place called Slippery Slope in Chicago. Um, it's I think it's newer because oh. I've been seeing a bunch of um, I've been seeing a bunch of videos of people being like this new place in Chicago, and the line is always super long. It's always super packed. Oh, okay. Because I do not know a lot of bars where mm-hmm. it's like yes, you can you can shake it here on the north side at least. Um, so this this bar plays like twerk hits so i have i like have a playlist of twerk music so that people can know what the songs that are going to come on know how to move when the songs do come on yes and like even like a little bond is fun like you can get full body with it but when you get scared to jump into the rhythm of the music that's when it's like oh they don't know what they're doing they haven't been to a party like this before they don't have any moment's hesitation yeah yeah you well i think that brings up a really great point because like, like name, naming a third location, because in my mind we say party and my mind is immediately like apartment party. And because I'm so entrenched mm-hmm. in apartment culture right now, I'm like, I can't throw an ass throwing dancing party in my apartment mm-hmm. because that would get shut down. My neighbors would be furious with me. So like, mm-hmm. if that's the vibe we're looking for, we have to go to a bar. We have to go to a club. Yes, And so it's like, I've been finding those spaces yeah. more, but like, to me, that's going out that the verbiage is going out. A party no. is like what Same. we've described yeah. before of like people in a space. That's fair. In college, it was house party, as I'm sure you guys had as well. Like, people could own like houses. So it was house parties um, of like in the base, like upstairs is like the socializing space. Mm-hmm. Downstairs, lights are off. It's sweaty. Um, is the silent hip grab like uh, sometimes silent sometimes very aggressive uh, people assuming that you're going to and, and you have oh to learn. it's also there's just so much consent involved in, in the ass throwing that people um, sometimes people just grab and assume that you're going to dance on them and sometimes like that's why you go with your mm-hmm. girls like you all know that you're going to stand in a circle and like there's a spin move that you like if like you're dancing on one of your friends and a guy tries like oh my god yes in. the defensive spin move spin yes on it. Yes. yes which can happen at house parties and can Dick happen at uh, when you're going out oh my god there is something so thrilling about like it makes you feel like a spy, like a cool, like Spice Girls spy. Like you're grabbing your friend, you see your friends like in potential danger and you're like, great, now I'm going to grab you, twirl you, and now you're safe and you're away. Yeah. That's, I just, it makes me sad to think that it's, let's just bring the tone down a bit. <laughs> it's really sad. Just like a dance floor should be like such a place of free liberation vibes. Like <laughs> there should be no threat on a dance floor. But they're always there's always that person, and it's always a guy who's like lips are are going towards you or like grabbing and touching and mm-hmm. I'm like, we just gotta move. People just wanna I just wanna like move and dance. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and anyway. I know the answer is not um straight women infiltrating queer spaces. I understand that. Mm-hmm. I will also point out that right now I'm in a dynamic where um I'm like the token straight friend in a lot of my groups. And so when we're going out, we're going to Akbar. We're going to these like queer spaces. And I have never felt like so free and able to like dance and express myself. Oh yeah. That's, that's what, yeah, that's the best. You're just like dancing. And me too. Like I go there you just, people are pretty respectful. Um, but yeah, Mm -hmm. I love, I haven't been to Akbar though. It's a cool. Oh my God. Wait. Okay. Avery, come out. Let's go. Done. Are you going out tonight? I don't have any plans tonight. Wait, low key. <laughs> Let me send some texts. Let's text after this. Yeah. Okay, yeah, hold on. Text. Okay, chic. <laughs> I was yes. um, trying to go on a horseback riding date tonight, and then um, that fell through. What? Yeah, there was okay, a guy. Okay, he sounds like a keeper. They're a keeper. Well, one of his hinge prompts was like, something about a horseback ride and I was like I've been trying to get on a horse ever since I found out that that was like a thing in LA and he was like ever since I found out about horses yeah (laughs) I moved to Los Angeles and I learned about horses yeah ever since I saw a horse I was like get me up there that's the one we'll text we'll text okay Um, yeah let's text after this wait can we talk about can we talk about body language for a second at parties and Mm -hmm. I I want to hone it into these like mingling house parties where it's like sure there could be somebody like making out on the couch at the end of the night but it's much more like conversational flirty than like 
yeah. touching and dancing. What's what are the boundaries in these party spaces? I'll say a drink is such a security <gasps> blanket for me. Oh my god, yes. If I if I have a drink in my hand, I want to say okay. As far as like actual body language, I was thinking contrapposto, right? I'm addicted to that. At a when I'm standing up, you know the statue David. He's like all weight on one foot <laughs> and less on the other. So let me just demonstrate. So okay, like, someone compare themselves to the statue. You know, of David. <laughs> this is my crotch right there. <laughs> no, it's because like, we saw your center of gravity. <laughs> yeah, it's just like you just have the thing, and you're just like chatting like this. Yes, I love the contrapposto stance. I think it. It's just like you're cool. You're and you're as casual. A person with boobs, yeah. I, I always love a quick, like, kind of framing of the cleavage. Like, you're holding a drink yes. in one hand, the other hand's down here. And it's just very, like, now I'm I'm centered in myself. Yeah. Yeah, you're, like, t- you're feeling yourself. Yeah, but yeah. I can also, like, lean in and be a little flirty, be dynamic. Oh, quick touch. Like, there's options with this. Yeah. yeah. And it is always that crooked hip. I, Lucy, I think yeah. I, def- I default to that one as well. My go to mm-hmm. at a party is sitting down because I'm like there is just so much oh, yes. of, of like yes. having to like position yourself and have like shifting weight from foot to foot when you could just sit down somewhere um, and yes. also I like sitting Plant. down because I don't yeah. feel the pressure to maybe talk all the time and if my friends come like to me and approach me yeah. at a party I'm like okay cool now we're having a conversation and if they like they're free to obviously go talk to somebody else but yes. I don't have to like be staring around the space hoping someone's gonna approach me and talk to me yeah yes when you're standing up you were tip yeah you're like floating you're like a lone bacteria kind of in the primordial (laughs) soup well and I'll find myself like if I'm feeling anxious or if I'm not actively engaged in a conversation um yeah I will find myself almost like taking laps to try Mm. to look like oh no 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 I'm like on my way to something else I still have purpose but you could catch me yeah. at any time throw me in your orbit and then we like we're talking now yeah but like totally. I, the whole standing still against a wall it's like I have never felt more vulnerable in my life yeah and I only equate sitting against a wall with the perks of being a wallflower if I ever <laughs> I'm like you're being so Ezra Miller right now and nobody ever wants to be Ezra Miller right now yes that's a sin <laughs> That's a sin because the next thing you're going to do is start committing crimes. That's so true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, the idea of leaning against a wall is so overly casual. Oh my God. Yeah. Kind of a inauthentic way. Like I'm not going to come to your house and lean on your wall <laughs> yes. with my butt. You know, Wait, actually, can I get your takes on this? Um, because I'm somebody who identifies as like Netflix's tall girl. And so mm. as, as tall girl, um, I often yeah. find myself, if I'm engaged in a conversation, especially if it's like potentially flirty, where I am doing the crook of the hip, I'm maybe like leaning a shoulder against a wall, trying to make myself smaller, trying oh, to bring my yeah. height down to like, just like almost subconsciously compress my height so that if I'm not mm-hmm. at somebody's eyeline naturally, then I can be. Yeah. Yeah. Do we experience this even as non tall? It's not tall. Yeah. Not tall. <laughs> I was going to yeah. say, my thing is, um, I always assume that any party that we're, we're flirting, I just assume that. Um, oh, yeah. Even if it's not romantic, it's flirty. Oh, for sure. And especially, uh, yes. we're all yeah, comedians yeah. here. So it, it does feel kind of second nature sometimes, but just like jab a little, poke a little. Um, mm. But when mm-hmm. it's like, when I'm actually in, like, into this, like, I'm like, okay, this could be something. I better than I could get your number. It's like, it is like, Okay, I'm gonna be smiling a lot more because, like, um, yeah. I'm like, I know that gets mm-hmm. you know that gets people interested. The, the orthodontist did their job, so I do. I, <laughs> I understand <laughs> the idea of just like um, just put, like trying to like present yourself to somebody in a way that you might think that they like want to see you. Mm. Oh my god! Do you guys? I I think I feel this way because of that little comedian performer part of my brain that like everyone's watching me all the time. Um, mm. If you're yeah. engaged with somebody at a party and you're like wanting to like you're wanting them to notice you. And so you have that conversation and then you're not talking at this point in time and you're like, OK, are, how are they perceiving me talking to somebody else? Like, yeah, how that's am right. I, not, not the person. Yeah. You, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where it's like Reaching they're out, still yeah. watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like they could yeah. glance over and I could be like mid laugh like <laughs> 
Because I'm so charming and endearing. Like, you know, it's that. Right. <laughs> like, my granddad just passed away, and you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, it's like, look at her. She's being so dazzling or engaging. It's very that, Avery. Yeah. Yeah. You're letting things affect you. Mm-hmm. But really, yeah, I love that. Yeah, as far as, like, physicality, like, I am doing contrapasso, so it's like, I'm, like, chill and cool. And totally. You, you know... We can hang out. I don't know. Because just standing two feet is a little, it's a little intense. That's like, who has the, who have they killed? Mm. Who have they killed? Who have they, I guess Contrapasso is like a very classic, but I just love that name. I also, can I talk about the power you get after some weed? Do you guys, I don't know if you do weed. Yes. The power you get after some weed and some alky. Uh-huh. Sorry about saying alky. <laughs> alky is a crazy abbreviation. Uh-huh. <laughs> But the like, you lose that self consciousness, but you also feel the hottest you've ever been. Oh my god! You know? Yes, there's no presentation. It's just like you're embodied and like feeling, and, and you're so hot, even yeah. if you're like drooling and looking dumb. <laughs> I think yeah. I'm one of the. I think there's like a pinpoint of like some of the hottest I've ever been is like while taking a joint from somebody. Not necessarily mm. like the act of smoking it, because obviously that's cool. We've all seen movies. But then you're coughing. And, but like yeah. taking a joint from somebody of just like that natural, like, oh yeah, somebody's offering me drugs. Like that's hot. Yeah. 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 I agree with that. It's a communal <laughs> act of like, Avery, I feel that it's yes. like, um, I don't typically at the mingling parties, I, I'm like, okay, like a little sippy sip here is fun. Um, mm-hmm. But like, I feel like doing weed for like a mingling party or like, um, I don't want to keep calling them white parties, so but just like if I, if I took weed, I'd be like, <laughs> yeah. white parties, girl, they're white parties. Yeah. But I would just be like, this is not the vibe like taking weed, but like to, for, to go to like a place where I'm going to be talking to people. Cause when I'm high, I don't want to talk to people. I'm just like yeah. vibing, which is <laughs> sitting down. But at, yeah, if you're just, if you're not talking, everyone knows silence is power. And I know that intellectually, but I never, everyone knows silence is power. That's crazy. <laughs> everyone knows. And yet I can't shut the fuck up. <laughs> literally, literally. Let me just sit here. So yeah, weed is so good for that. So yeah. It just makes you chill. Yeah. I felt incredibly powerful uh, with Alki and uh, weed, just being able to <laughs> like dance. Cause at first, like, when, when, like, when a bass drops in a song for the first time, um, you're like, okay, how long am I going to be dancing? Like, how long am I going to be, like, twerking? Yeah. Am I going to side to side? Mm-hmm. Am I moving up and down? Am I ruling in a circle? Um, am I, like, standing up and shouting lyrics to my friends? It's really, like, you can get really in your head about it. But once you get some substances in you, it's, like, it becomes so much more natural. Yeah. It's, like, I don't, I'm not going to think about, like, what way that I'm dancing. I'm just going to dance. I'm not going to think oh about, like, lyrics. I'm just going to scream, like, if I want be, like, screaming it. But because you like you're at yeah. a place where there's like bodies are like so close together, you do see somebody who you're interested in or do want to dance on, and so you're like, okay, like would they like like it more if I'm like screaming the lyrics or if, like if they know that I'm like about it, if they know that I know the whole song, yeah. or if I know like um, like when to shake side to side and when to twerk, you know? Wow, and that yeah. is so um, modern mating call. That is so like. <laughs> Like, totally. oh, you know exactly what to do. Yeah, it's so cool. Peacocking. Yeah, yeah, dancing when you are like, when you think that you're the hottest person ever is so free. Oh my God. It's yes. So good. You catch more flies being honey, you can catch more honeys being a fly. Can we talk about um, Say that. The, ha- the importance of having a friend at a party who will take photos? Oh, yes. Uh-huh. The person who yes. takes it upon themselves to be the photographer. Yeah. That's like paramount in the community. It's a selfless act. You know, you're taking yourself out of the party, being the observer for a moment. Yes. Yeah. Well, and it's like nobody it's, wants yeah. to say that I want photos. Nobody mm, wants to be yes. that like unabashed about it. But it's like, I do want photos, you know? <laughs> And there are some times where I do not want photos, where it's it's too totally. It's like too late in the party. Like we should have done this two hours ago. Now my makeup is sweaty. <laughs> like we yeah. are now. Yeah. Like it, it's it's into it. But yeah, I do agree that like top of the party when you're first getting there, maybe not a lot of people are like around photos, photos, mm-hmm. Vogue. photos. But then Whenever once you get to the good, end, and like that's yeah. when the photo 
the photo changes and it's like, no, no, no. Now we Candid. need candids. Now we need just like ambient shots. That's like, this is going to like look cool. Yeah. Yeah. Not look yeah. good. Look cool, which is cool. and can often be different. <laughs> right. Yeah. In terms of like a signifier for a party, mm-hmm. I versus like a hangout, is is there like a difference in types of alcohol like that you guys are like, okay, this is a party versus this is Absolutely. like a party. Yeah. Wine is very chill. That's a very like hang, mm-hmm. chill house party, but then like hard liquors. That's that's a party. Yes. That's kind of basic. And it's like it's kind of hard liquor. I think hard liquor in general, absolutely party. But hard liquor, mm-hmm. if it's presented of like, hey, we're doing a cocktail at this party, at this like soiree, oh. at this like get together for somebody's birthday. Like we have the things to make yeah. an Aperol spritz. That to me <laughs> can be casual. But if you just have like yes. bottles and handles out on a counter, that's a party. It's taste versus effect. You know, it's today at the hang, at the Jill Soiree, Mm -hmm. we want to taste. We're not interested in getting effed up, fucked up. Sorry. I don't know if I can cuss on here. Um, And then, yeah, Uh yeah, it's okay. Taking shots, Tito's, ever heard of it? Oh my God, taking shots. I find that taking shots can be one of the most um, efficient ways to build community at a party. Which is so important. It's the, yeah, it's the faces after that. It's like, oh my God, right? Yes. Yes. Well, it's something we're all doing together. And it's like, we're rallying a group. Like maybe you two don't know each other, but you're standing next to each other. We're all going to take a shot of something. And now we're going to be best friends. And that leads an opportunity, a window for those people to talk who don't know each other. Yeah. It's community. Yes. And it's, it's also, if you don't want to take the shot, then you look goofy. So that's always awkward. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you would not want to look goofy at a party. God forbid. You would never want to be goofy. God forbid. Yeah. Well, and I think that this ultimately leads us to that, that thing that we've sort of been dancing around, which is like the feeling of when you get to a party and you got there too early. Oh, or that yes. feeling of when you're hosting a party and it's so clear that everybody's waiting an hour to show up except for like the four people that you now have to find a way to get them to know each other. Yes. yes. And for me, that's often, let's take a shot. Yeah. Yes. It's was, like a bonus. It's like you're here early. Ooh, so, it's a bonus. Oh my God. Yeah. It's a prize. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You totally. Well, it's like. Sometimes it's also purposeful. Like if I show up early, then I can leave early because it's like I ne- mm-hmm. don't necessarily want to be here, but I want to show face that's like that I was here. Yeah. Like I celebrated yes. the holidays with people, but I am also want to get to bed early. But I, like I support you in this movement yeah. of a party. Totally. Totally. And the end of the party is where people get kind of effed up and you're like, I don't know if I want to be there for all that. Yeah, totally. I drink, yes. by the way. <laughs> I drink, I'm cool and I drink, but yeah, but I just want to clarify that. But also, like, Tori, like, you don't want to drink because I know for, like, yeah. every, like our bodies react differently to alcohol. Um, so if you, like, if alcohol, like, makes you wake up at, like, six in the morning the next day and you want to sleep in, then you're not drinking, like, a ton. Mm-hmm. And it yeah. is an environment being around people who are drunk when you're not drunk. It's just, like. Oh, my God. Yeah. You're so aware of humanity and mortality at the point. On the inverse of showing up early, say you're hosting a party and you need everybody to go. It's time for the party to end and you've got those stragglers. What's the etiquette on getting people the fuck out of your apartment? Get good friends. Get socially aware friends. (laughs) I don't know. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, like... They should be able to read on your face, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> and Avery, the operative word there is should. And and very, yeah. uh, very often it's they can't. They don't. And they're, yeah. You, you're, you're tolerant for, or like your understanding of social cues because just lessens the more like you, you're under the influence of something. So totally. by that time that everyone's like talking, like on the, like on the couch, um, mm-hmm. they, there's several silences, but then somebody speaks up again. The conversation re- begins again. And, yes. and, and I, as somebody who would never host a party to avoid this exact, um, <laughs> <laughs> I think yes. I would just be like, all right, guys, I'm going to bed now. So you have to get out. 
Yes. And I, as a people pleaser, so often find myself avoiding that by saying like, this is not me kicking you out, but like, I think I'm wrapping it up. Like, I think I'm getting tired. <laughs> yeah. As like, Which it so clearly <laughs> is. This is not me kicking you out. out, but get the fuck out. Yeah, yeah, get exactly. Out. But like, you sort of couch it in saying, I'm not kicking you out. I'm giving you the opportunity yeah. to leave. And then you say, I think I'm getting tired when you've been tired for two hours. Meanwhile, the kitchen's entirely yeah. clean. Like, I'm in my pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> You have the nightcap on. I, think it's I time. have had parties before where I start the dishwasher and people do not, or people are still there. And I'm like, the dishwasher has been started. Get out. Was I, was that me? Was I at that party? It was me and Alexi. We were the ones who were just like chilling. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you two are, you two are um, dishwasher friends. <laughs> You're friends you. who can stay past the dishwasher. Um, That's so sweet. Thank you. I think I came up with the correlation or like the, the translation, the urban dictionary or the yeah, translation. Um great. That we were talking about earlier. Okay. So to me, like a kickback for for black people is like a party for white people. And going out for, wow. for white people could be a party for black people, but going black oh. people also go out and it is the same thing as like a house party or like a party. And in my experience totally. with with race and America and the Midwest. Okay, you need to write a book. So it doesn't have to be. Yes. Well, that's just my Iowa to Illinois experience. <laughs> so it could it could vary state to state, but that's my understanding of kickback to party, going out to party, house party, house yes. party, lingo. This is what my linguistics classes should have been. <laughs> is the the constant state in America? We need to discuss that. I love that. <laughs> oh. Okay, you guys, we have accomplished so much here. We've like broken down cultural boundaries. We've learned, we've grown, we've established. And what more can you ask for? Nothing. Yes, nothing. <laughs> exactly. We did it. So it's, it's, time, it's time for our final segment here in Academia, the podcast. Our final segment is called the valedictorian speech. Avery, were you a valedictorian of any student body? I, I actually was of my, yeah, my high school. Yeah. Congratulations. <gasps> yes, thank you. That's yes. so cool. Oh my God. It okay, so cool. you're going to sort of re-step into your valedictorian hood uh, and okay. we're going to all take a moment to give a valedictorian speech. Alexi, okay. do you have anything? Yeah, I got something. Dear class of 2023, I have a couple of things to leave you with. You've all been so exemplary this year. I've, I've been impressed and, and enthralled by all of your hard work and achievements throughout the school year. So there's not much more I can add on to it, save for these couple of lines. Girl, the way you moving got me in a trance. Mm -hmm. DJ, up. ladies, this your jam. I'm going to sit Moscato and you going to lose them pants. And I'm going to throw <laughs> this money while you do it with no hands. Hats yes! off, hands up to you, class of 2023. You did it. Go out there and party the way you like. See ya. Love ya. Bye. I'm so fucking lootly, dude. All right, I'm ready. Class of 2023. Oh my God. Hey. Oh, it's so good to see you. Wait, okay, okay. Yeah, so who do you know here? Yeah, no. So yeah, I'm her friend. And then. Yeah, no, we met while doing like comedy stuff. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm I'm a comedian. Yeah, no, it's it's cool. It's a lot of fun. It's like it's silly and it's stupid, but yeah, I, I like it. Yeah, what are you drinking? <laughs> That's, yeah, no, okay, yeah, me too. Have you have you been here before? Oh yeah, okay. So this is my first time. <laughs> That's so cool. I, hold on, bro. I got I gotta go say hi to somebody. I'm I'll talk to you later. Okay, class of 2023. I'll see you later. Wow. And I guess one more thing I want to add like after you said that is like at the parties, at my BIPOC parties, I often don't know who's hosting the party. Like you might not meet the person. You might like, it's just like everyone is there and everyone is like, could be the owner of this house, but you never like. That's so funny. Avery, the floor is yes. yours. The dictionary defines party as a hang <laughs> uh -uh. between Mutually compatible between people, young people, 
Today we are young people. We're in our youth. We're young. We're vibrant. We have butts. We have bodies. And my encouragement to this class as we embark on this new adventure is to be embodied, mind, soul, spirit, uh, wherever you are, be present for your presence is the true presence. Thank you. Wow. Beautiful. Stunning. <laughs> so I spell it growing in your life now. Wow. Put that on your resume. That's huge. <laughs> Curriculum by Vitae. Oh. What is it in academia? Curriculum Vitale? Vitale? <laughs> You're asking bitches who are not valedictorians. Absolutely not. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Sorry. <laughs> well, Avery, this rocked. Thank you so much for being here. I love you guys. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, love this. Before we let you go, where can people okay. find you on social? Sort of plug yeah. away. What's up? Totally. Um, my address, no. You can do Avery McClure <laughs> Zero is my handle. It's my full name, Zero. And I'm on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. Nobody really follows me on Twitter. Whoa. I'd love to see you there. Well, uh, Avery, thank you again. You're the best. Thank you all. With that, there's only one thing left to say. Alexi, I love you. Lucy, I love you. Bye. Bye.